0: As we come to a close and the last two chapters of the book of Genesis, we're now getting to the point where Israel is getting ready to give up the ghost and he is telling his sons of some things to come. So without further ado, let's get into this. And Jacob called unto his sons, and said, "Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days." Now, I didn't really look into this uh, because this is one of those things that I'm gonna come back to and go over and and study, and I may do some. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure if I'm gonna do videos on that study. I'm I might. Because there's many things in the book of Genesis that I did, and I've said this several times, that I've kind of went over, that I could definitely go a lot deeper in, but I kind of wanted to go through the book of Genesis with a fresh pair of eyes, so to speak, looking at it slightly different than I've looked at it in the past, paying a little more attention to personalities, uh, to to details that I didn't necessarily look at the first you know several times through the book and that has helped me greatly to understand some of the different dynamics in the book of Genesis that I didn't really pay attention to over the years reading the book and also in doing that I noticed that there was a lot of deep things that I want to come back to that I didn't necessarily fully grasp but I didn't want to stop while I was kind of doing a I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to how to quantify and classify my, my study through the book of Genesis thus far I think I would kind of view it like a skeleton study uh an overview in some regards but a little bit more in depth than an overview in other regards anyway the last days what does Jacob mean by the last days I do not know some of you smart theologians out there I'm sure you do I don't and I'm not afraid to say when I don't know something I I would rather say I don't know than make up something that is completely false I just say I don't know gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father when I read across things like this I always think to myself I wonder why Certain things are recorded in the Bible. I know, therefore, I know they're examples to us, but I go, I guess I, I think, even on top of that, okay, examples of what when I'm reading. And then when I come across things like this, I'm like, there's no wasted words. Everything that's recorded was supposed to be recorded. So when he's telling, when Israel's telling his sons to listen, this is something you need to pay attention to. Maybe give more attention than you gave to, you know, other things I said throughout your life. I wonder if also we are supposed to give a little more attention to what's being said here. Maybe perk our ears up a little bit. Just as uh, just kind of thought I had. Verse three, Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my mighty and the my might and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity. And the excellency of power. Now, when you listen to that, I would think if I was Reuben, I would kind of be getting excited like, oh, Pops is about to bless me. I'm the firstborn about to get this birth right. He's about to bless me. I'm pretty sure many of us would have thought that same thought. But uh, then you get to verse four and you think not so much. Verse four, unstable as water thou shalt not excel because thou wentest up to thy father's bed then defiles thou it he went up to my couch now you might not remember what jacob is talking about here and in case you don't as in genesis hold on i'm trying to get to it Genesis chapter thirty-five and beginning at verse twenty-two. If you remember, this is where Reuben lay with the concubine of his father. It's egregious. That is egregious. Uh, Genesis thirty-five twenty-two. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt in the land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard it. Now the sons of Jacob were 12. This is like, I, I, so when I read through this, even though I I didn't, I, I can't remember how much time I spent on this, but when I read through this, I thought to myself, you really do see the depravity in the heart of man and before you think to yourself man this is crazy this dude was super wicked we are all this same way the ability to do something like this is in every single one of us so when i when i look at things like this when i read through my bible i I get like you know how you, you get to certain places in the road where there's a different warnings like uneven shoulder and things like that. When I get to things like this, I'm like, oh, this is one of those warning signs like you need to watch out. You remember in the book of First Corinthians, something similar happened where a young man slept with his stepmom. Crazy. Right. So this is not something that's unique to Reuben. Right. When you see things like this, it's not like, oh, Reuben has some unique wicked heart and he did something unique that the rest of us would never involve ourselves in. And eh, not so much. With God's help, I will maintain my faithfulness to him and not conduct myself in this way. But I do not view that situation and look at it from a pious lens I look at it from a lens of warning. Watch out because this could be you. Verse five, Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty um, are in their habitations. O my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Mine honor, um, Mine honor be not thou united, for in their anger they slew a man, and in their self will they digged down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. And if you don't remember, What he is talking about here, you'll find that in Genesis chapter 34, Uh, I believe that's what I got in my notes. Yeah. Genesis chapter 34 verses 23 through verse 26. And here we're going to find where they sought to get revenge for what was done to their sister. And they slew a man, even though he came to their father, asked for their hand, her hand in marriage. They worked all of this out. And on top of that, vengeance belongs to God. This this was not this was not their task to execute or even attempt to execute something like this. But anyway, let's read what happened. Verse 23 of Genesis 34, shall not their cattle and their substance and every beast. Of their of theirs be ours, only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us, and unto Hamar, and unto Shechem, his son, Herkin, all that went out of the gate of his city, and every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of his city. And I think I pointed this out when I first went over this. It it seems like um Hamer and uh, Hamer and Shechem actually had a heart that would be more willing to acquiesce to what. What. uh, The uh, Jacob and his sons wanted, like they would have actually given ear to hear about the God that they served. But. Simeon and Levi were having none of that. They weren't even thinking that way. And it came to pass on the third day when they were sore that two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dina's brethren, took each man his sword and came upon the city boldly and slew all the males. And they slew Hamer and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah out of the house, out of, out of Shechem's house, and went out. So you see they're, they're being told of what's going to happen with their lineage moving forward. And part of this package right here in Genesis chapter 49 is judgment for the things that they did in the past. Now I'm inclined to believe that if there was a some true repentance from the sons of Jacob that these judgments would have not been pronounced I think if there was if if there was a heart of true repentance true turning and they really wanted to serve God and their hearts were after God I think this would have went down much differently but you can see you know as we read through the book of Genesis that really and truly Joseph was a different kind of cat, but the rest of the sons were shaky. Not that Joseph was a man without sin, right? We know that. But Joseph was definitely different than these than than the rest of his brothers. His his whole the way he operated was completely different. But something something that was said in in these verses about um Simeon and Levi let me see if I can get back to it um yeah okay so it's in verse 6 he said "O my soul come not thou unto their secret place unto their assembly mine honor be not thou united for in their anger they slew a man and in their self will they digged down a wall So I was like, okay, so what what does that word self-will mean? It means one's own obstinacy. And so I was like, okay, what does that word mean? It's a fixedness in opinion or resolution that cannot be shaken at all or not without great difficulty, firm and usually Unreasonable adherence to an opinion. This that that is such a dangerous position to be in. But remember, when they went to, to slay this this man and his son, they were so convinced in their own minds that this was what they were supposed to do, that their actions were after that completely and solely unreasonable. And I'm telling you, what I what I've made it a point to do in my own life, or I attempt to do this, I'm not saying I'm perfect about it, but I definitely make this my attempt. Is whenever I have opinion about something, there's there's a difference between having opinion and a solid Bible truth, right? The Bible, the Bible is very clear about many things. And then there's some things that the bible not may maybe it's not too clear on, and even and even outside of that, just opinions in general, I have strong opinions about many things, but one thing I'm learning over the years is I have to be willing to hear someone else out because my opinions are not law right my my opinions don't make me right just because they're my opinions. I've thought a lot of things that I've figured out moving forward that oh that was actually not correct and what happens is you if you if you get so so steepled in your opinion and not willing to hear anyone else which this is what Simeon and Levi did they were convinced their sister was defiled they had to go in there they had to slay this man and his son and they had to kill all the men and go rescue their sister. Nobody told them to do that. God didn't instruct them to do that. Jacob didn't instruct them to do that. This is something that they thought to do within their own mind without consulting anybody else. Because they were convinced in their own opinion that this is what we need to do. And we see that that was definitely an error. And we see where this has come back to haunt them when Jacob is giving his decree of what's to come in the last days for his son now what those last days are like I said I don't really know. Uh, but I'm definitely going to come back and look at this. But needless to say. They did not get away scot-free. They definitely did not escape without injury. The error of their ways has come back to haunt them. And I. I don't see. Anywhere. And in, in all of my reading thus far, where they truly repented from their actions, the things they did. And you can kind of tell because they keep doing similar things over and over again, just doing things that are completely unorthodox to the way God instructed this family to carry themselves. Be wary of those strong opinions that you've not at least, at least checked against other people. Sometimes I'll have an opinion about something and I'll talk to somebody and they'll say, well, have you considered this? And I have to back up and go, you know what? That's a good consideration. I did not even think about that. Let me reevaluate my position. Also to, to, to conduct yourself in a certain way, and to not repent as a believer, I'm talking, this is for believers, and to think that that's not going to come back to bite you at all. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever, a man. soweth, that shall he also reap. And the sons or some of the sons of Jacob are experiencing that very thing right here as he's giving them a decree of what's going to happen in their lineage moving forward we're going to continue on that in the next video because there's a lot more going on here y'all know what it is stay frosty people